Welcome to Coffee with Bishop Suriel, a podcast for all things Coptic. This is a conversation about authentic Christian faith, Coptic history, patristic writings, the family, arts and music, religious education, youth matters, evangelism, and much more. Bishop Suriel likes his coffee like he likes his conversation, light, sweet, and scorching. We'll be joined by an array of guests who'll share their experiences, their backgrounds, and their insights to bring about an exciting discussion, and we hope you agree. Enjoy the podcast, and please welcome our host, Bishop Suriel. Irini Pasi, peace be with you. It's great to be with you again for this week's podcast, and this week I actually don't have something that is uh, very well prepared, but um, I want to um, call this episode, It is Enough to See You, My Father. And I'll explain what I mean uh, by this, uh, by reading one of the sayings uh, from this beautiful book, Give Me a Word, The Alphabetical Sayings of the Desert Fathers, and it is uh, a saying from St. Anthony the Great, the father of monasticism. And this is uh, the story as it happens, a very short story. Three of the fathers were in the habit of going to the blessed Abba Anthony each year. Two of them would ask him about Logismoi, and that is, you know, how their thoughts were progressing, and the soul's salvation. But the third always remained silent, asking nothing. After some considerable time, Abba Anthony said to him, Look, you have been coming here for such a long time, and you ask me nothing. In reply, he said to him, It is enough for me just to see you, Father. It is enough for me just to see you, Father. So this week, actually, is the commemoration of the enthronement of His Holiness Pope Shenouda III of blessed memory, on the 14th uh, of November. And really, His Honest Pope Shenouda III of blessed memory uh, is a significant figure in our modern Coptic history. As you all know, that he fell asleep in March of 2012, and that he was the Pope of Alexandria and Patriarch of the See of St. Mark for almost 40 years, a very long time. But when I read this uh, saying from St. Anthony and this monk who was coming year after year, seeing St. Anthony and not asking any questions like the other monks, and yet when St. Anthony asked him why he didn't have any questions, he responded with that beautiful quote that we just read, that for this monk it was just enough 
to see St. Anthony. I spent five years at St. Bishoy Monastery in Skitis in Wedi Natrun, and I was blessed and honored to be part of the secretariat of Pope Shenouda III. And I would see His Holiness come every week to the monastery of St. Bishoy at the papal residence. And always my heart would be overflowing with joy and comfort and peace. He would come after a long uh, week's work in Cairo or in Alexandria or in many of his many trips, whether uh, inside of Egypt or uh, many of the trips that he made to visit his children in many, many different parts of the world and would come for retreat. That was the purpose of spending two or three days of the week at St. Bishoy Monastery a time for contemplation, a time for prayer, a time for reading. I would see uh, his lights on in his library um, into the wee hours of the morning till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. His lights would still be on, reading, writing. As you know, that he was a prolific writer, uh, wrote over 100 books. He was a poet, uh, wrote some very beautiful ascetic poetry. Some have been translated into English um, and have been put to very beautiful uh, melodies. And uh, he was also um, a journalist. So he wrote many uh, articles in many newspapers, had hundreds and hundreds of interviews on, uh, on television, and really... Uh, he was loved not just by uh, Copts, but by all Egyptians, both Christians and Muslims. And he was even labeled the Pope of the Arabs at one stage. He was given an award here in uh, America by the Browning Institute, if my memory, uh, uh, as I recall, I think it was in 1978, as the best preacher in the world for that year. So when I think about these uh, words, it is enough for me to see you, my father. This was truly how I felt in every time that I met with his honors. Even though I spent five years there um, in the papal residence, working under the guidance of his holiness, and yet many of the times it was just observing him at work in his ministry whether it was sometimes his evening walks or sometimes just sitting in front of his residence and contemplating, writing a new article for a Karaza magazine or uh, preparing for a new book to publish. I had the blessing of, uh, of uh, translating one of his most prolific spiritual books, Hayate Toba Nakawa, or The Life of Repentance and Purity, that was published by SVS Press back in 2016. And uh, it was actually the fastest-selling book in the history of SVS Press, in their 50-year history. Because it has a deep impact on, impact on your spirit when you read 
from his wide experience that he had in spiritual life, um, and I think it was republished uh, several several times. And I encourage you to read it. It's a very, very beautiful book. And he wrote it while he was under house arrest at St. Bishoy Monastery um, from September of 1981 until January before the Feast of the Nativity in 1985. And he did so much wonderful work during this time. And one of, one of those important projects was to publish this book of the life of repentance and purity. And then at other times I would see him at the monastery, you know, when he had some guests, families that would come to see him and had young children. And how he would stand with them, playing, joking, you know, forgetting about the adults that are standing there and, you know, just enjoying this quality time with these kids and building a, a strong bond with them. And obviously these children are not aware that they are standing in front of, you know, the 117th successor of St. Mark, the Pope of Alexandria and the Patriarch of the See of St. Mark. He was so humble, so meek, uh, and would enjoy this time. And I guess it was a type of release from the many difficult pressures that he must be, uh, have been facing daily. But the amazing thing about his wholeness is that he had a powerful personality. And he didn't let problems to go deep inside of him, but he would always teach us that he would deal problems from the outside um, and not to let them to affect inside of his soul and, and his spirit and his heart. And I think that that was very wise advice. So for me, this saying of St. Anthony really hits home very clearly when I think about my relationship with Pope Shenouda III of blessed memory, that we commemorate uh, his enthronement in a, in a few short days on, the, uh, on November 14th. But just observing him, you can learn so much when you stand and you hear him speaking with people, with dignitaries, and he had all different variety of people that would come and see him every week. People that may had a specific issue that he needed to know about, dignitaries, ministers, ambassadors that would come and meet him at the monastery, heads of churches. I remember many visits of heads of churches like the Anglican Archbishop of Canterbury, while I was a monk that came to visit uh, Patriarch Alexei II of the Russian Orthodox Church, um, and he would take them around uh, personally to visit the ancient monastery and all of the developments in the monastery. Uh, many important ecumenical uh, conferences uh, that took place uh, at St. Bishoy Monastery really became a real hub of activity uh, under his guidance uh, and care. And I'll be watching all of this, seeing how he dealt with children, see how he was dealing with families, how he was dealing uh, uh, with the bishops and metropolitans and dignitaries that would come and the advice that he would always give. And also his joyful nature. This brought so much calm to me. 
to see him always uh, laughing, joking, smiling, feeling that inner peace coming through very, very clearly in the spiritual life of this great modern patriarch, Pope Shenouda III. But remember also that he also lived out in a cave for several years. He would come back to Suryan Monastery every week, take with him a whole group of uh, books, and he would sit and study. It was He also said this was the greatest time in his life that he read and researched and read many of the fathers, the patristic fathers of the early church, and you could uh, see him quoting many of the fathers of the church in just, for example, the life of repentance and purity, you'll see many of the sayings of the fathers in the footnotes that Pope Shenouda III uh, refers to. But also his photographic memory that he had with the scriptures in particular, he could tell you on which side of the page in the Bible that a particular verse was and where on the page that it was located. This is an amazing gift that God gave to him. Not only was he versed in Christian scripture, but he also studied uh, many other faiths. In particular, he had studied the Islamic faith, and he would be able to enter into dialogue and healthy dialogue with many Islamic leaders. But also, he was a man of forgiveness. Remember, I'm standing and watching all of this and saying, as this monk is saying to St. Anthony, it is enough for me to see you, my father. Indeed, this was true for me, that just to see him and to see him at his work this was a great gift and a great blessing for my life. But as I said, that he was a man of forgiveness. When one uh, of the Muslim leaders, for example, was regularly attacking him and attacking the church on his weekly uh, program on television, and what did his honest Pope Shenouda III do when this Islamic leader became sick and needed an operation in another country. He actually sent bishops and clergy to go and visit him and to bring him a small gift on behalf of his honest Pope Shenouda III. And this made this Islamic leader, Sheikh al-Sharawi, who was attacking so much the church and its faith and its beliefs and in this... and. Uh, misconstruing scripture to come after he returned to Cairo and to go and to visit Pope Shenouda III at the papal residence in Cairo for the first time. You can see the video on YouTube uh, of the uh, mutual uh, support and appreciation that this Muslim sheikh had at the action of Pope Shenouda III and both of them were uh, excellent in the Arabic language, and they had a fascinating uh, discussion together uh, 
And this animosity that was there against the church and against our patriarch began to dissolve away uh, and all of this ill feeling uh, when he knew what it means to love because this is what Christianity is about and this is what our Lord Jesus Christ taught us through his birth, his death and resurrection. And so Pope Shenouda gave us this practical example, what it means to love even those that may attack, even those that we may feel that they hate us or they have something against us. By uh, showing this love, then love will always make any ill feeling to dissolve away. So we have to, as much as we can in our daily lives, uh, to live by the teachings of the scriptures. And as the, as the Lord Jesus Christ said, what good it is for you to just love those who love you. Even thieves do the same. But to love your enemies, um, this is at a much more loftier level. And this is what our Christian faith teaches us. And certainly we learned this from His Holiness Pope Shenouda III. He was also very witty. He was very clever to think on his feet in an instant uh, uh, in many, many uh, situations. The Lord Jesus Christ gave this patriarch so many gifts and so many talents that it is impossible to, uh, to mention all of them in this very short uh, episode. But I wanted today to, to share some of the experiences that I had with Pope Shenouda III of blessed memory. And may his memory be eternal, because we all who grew up with him learned so much from him. I will always recall with great fondness after we purchased the new headquarters in Donvale, in uh, Melbourne, Australia. Uh, and I mentioned this to His Holiness, and he wrote an article and photos about it uh, in the Caraza magazine. Uh, and it was a great blessing. I'll always remember this trip when he came out uh, and visited during his sixth trip to Australia. And unfortunately, it was his last trip there. Um, and the many gifts and blessings that we had all received at the time and the official opening of those uh, headquarters. Uh, but my time, my five years at St. Bishoy Monastery, under the guidance of His Holiness Pope Shenouda III, uh, are uh, deeply engraved in my heart. I'll never forget uh, this time uh, and the many blessings uh, and the opportunities that this gave me uh, to meet with so many different people from all across the globe, many clergy uh, and bishops that came from all across the globe to come and to meet with His Holiness, the many festive occasions. I'll always remember <clears throat> on the 18th, July 18 every year, which was the commemoration of the day of the tonsuring of Pope Shenouda as a monk in 1954 and his enthronement on November 14th of every year were festive occasions 
uh, at St. Bishoy Monastery with thousands of people coming to celebrate with His Holiness, to hear his words, to hear his poetry, to learn from his wisdom, to learn from his spirituality, to learn from his humility, um, and to learn from his teachings, and to learn from his writing, and to learn from his peaceful heart that uh, he never would let uh, anything major uh, to, uh, to trouble him inwardly but also to know him as a lion of our generation. He was a very courageous man and loved his children so much and would never put up with anything that would harm or hurt his children and protected each and every one of them to the best of his ability. When persecution and dis discrimination came against the Copts, you would find Pope Shenouda there as a lion, as a courageous man, standing up strongly, abiding by the faith in Christ and speaking the truth in love at all times with the authorities and those in positions uh, of leadership within Egypt. So this was also something amazing uh, that we all remember and recall uh, and learn from him. To how to speak the truth in love. And when things became difficult, he would say in his sermon on Wednesday that he would lift the, the issue in front of God and raise it in front of the Lord that he may solve it. If we remember his Wednesday sermons, the cathedral was packed with, follow with faithful people over 7,000 people every Wednesday would be there to hear his words and uh, his jovial style at times when he would add a small comment or joke. Um, and the people loved that. You know, the people in Egypt sometimes are under so much pressure and having this light-hearted spiritual discussion um, was something that the people enjoyed so much. I know that I personally always love to listen to the sermons of His Holiness and can learn so much. I remember that every now and then, on occasions, he would uh, collect all the monks in the Wadi Natrun area and to give us a, a very beautiful monastic spiritual talk uh, they are all recorded. I think they've been published in a book in uh, in Arabic, and maybe uh, parts of it have been translated uh, into English. I'll never forget also the story of uh, my journey uh, in becoming a monk and how it all happened. It was uh, uh, beautiful memories. But uh, on this occasion, I would say again, with this monk that was in front of St. Anthony, when I recall Pope Shenouda III, that it is certainly um, enough for me to see you, my father, and to learn from your silence, to learn from your teachings, to learn from your humility, uh, to learn from the wisdom that God gave to you, uh, to learn from your rich ascetic teachings, from your poetry, uh, from everything 
that you offer to the church and to your children on a daily basis. May our Lord Jesus Christ repose the soul of His Holiness Pope Shenouda III of blessed memory. And may we always remember and have beautiful memories about Him uh, as our Holy Father uh, who served the Church as Pope of Alexandria and Patriarch of the See of St. Mark uh, from November 14, 1971 uh, until His repose uh, in March of 2012. We ask that you intercede in front of the throne of God on our behalf uh, and to pray for us at all times. So I wanted to share uh, this short contemplation with you and I wanted to also share with you today that I uh, will be taking a, a short break from the podcast for a couple of weeks just to reorganize uh, to plan ahead for the next period of the podcast, to prepare uh, more guests to come so we can have uh, lots of healthy conversations with, with coffee um, on many, many topics uh, coming. So I just seek your permission over the next few weeks as we reorganize and, and plan uh, and invite uh, more guests because I don't want to be every week just uh, speaking, but I want to invite some very interesting guests coming up in this next period. So uh, please excuse me for the next few weeks as we plan, and we'll be back very soon, hopefully bigger and stronger, uh, and I'll have more announcements uh, to make uh, at that stage, hopefully. Um, so please pray for me and pray for this podcast, and I always want to hear from you. If you have any comments or suggestions, please do send them through. Uh, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel or on the audio podcast, wherever you hear your podcast, whether it's Apple uh, or Google or any other uh, platform. And also please do visit our website, coffeewithbishopsurial.org. Uh, there's lots of information there. Uh, that you'll find. you also find the YouTube and the audio uh, podcasts all on there. And uh, I hope uh, to see you all very soon. Please do not forget about this podcast. It is still active. By God's grace, we'll continue again uh, very soon. Be inspired by the Holy Spirit. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to Coffee with Bishop Suriel a podcast for all things Coptic. To join the conversation, please visit our website, coffeewithbishopsoriel.org. And always remember, the best way to start any morning is with God and a cup of coffee.